Geeks! Geeks! Hello and welcome to Geeks, the world's number one entertainment podcast recorded live in this room. This week we are still in London, in uh, near Mayfair and uh, Piccadilly Circus, if you've been to London. It's kind of like the Times Square of London. Yeah. Big like, you know, TVs and lights and too mm-hmm. many fucking tourists. Um, what are we talking about? Yeah, we're here. It's not all special cast. This is special cast 12. Although we just found out that special cast 11 has to split into two. So I guess it'll be special cast 11A, 11B, because it's all one podcast. I guess this is a special cast swap. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be talking about video games of 2016. Um, so my list is going up on Wednesday. The, what day will that be? 18th um, of January. Um, and now I'll have my top 25 video games in order. But we're going to be talking through month by month, much like we did with the movies. Um, most of the big games that came out this year, and we're going to highlight the ones we want to talk about for good or bad reasons. Mm-hmm. I'm your host, Al White. Joining me for this conversation, Chris Straver. Hello. Thank you so much, <laughs> sir. Thank you for coming and joining me. I appreciate it. No, thank you. How you doing? I'm doing right. So um, you are, um, yeah, you come on the podcast pretty much every time I'm in the UK nowadays. Uh, yeah, I think so. It was the last time, when was that? Uh, that was for the Fright Fest, I think. Oh yeah, you're doing a Friday special sort of roundup yeah. back in August. And now I'm back for a while, so you might be roped in a few times. Cool. So people should get Happy used to, to it. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to adjust your mic a little bit. It's a little bit too high. Yeah. Thank you. Who was it I had on the podcast? And their mic was way too high and I kept trying adjusting it. And they were like, no, no, no. It needs to be. And they like thought they needed to be higher. <laughs> and I was like, no, you're, you're a little low. Um, yeah, for those who know Chris Straver, you are a fantastic fucking artist. Well, thank you. Um, you do these cool videos where you do like you do tutorial ones, you do like fan pick ones, you do like bespoke ones, a whole yep. bunch of stuff, and you put it all up on your YouTube channel. Yeah. Which might as well pimp it now. Let's pimp it right from top. Uh, yeah, my channel is uh, Lethal Chris Drawing on YouTube, and uh, yeah, we've it's been going very well the past few months. It's been what are you at at the moment? Two hundred fifteen thousand subscribers. God, that's pretty fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well played, sir. Well Thank played. you. <laughs> um, yeah, so everyone should head over there and check out your stuff because it's great. And leave nice messages. You deserve nice messages. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Some people don't, Chris, but you do. <laughs> so you are one of my dear good friends and you're one of the... I won't say a few people. Most people in my life play video games. But you extensively know about video games. You're soaked into that ecosystem, mm-hmm. which I appreciate a lot. Good. Um <laughs> So yeah, you're the perfect person for this because we get to go through this stuff and hopefully you're going to know about, you know, um, as many, if not more games than I do that came out this year. Mm-hmm. So let's just get straight to it, shall we? Yeah. Let's go yeah, back all the way to a year ago, right now, Ooh. January. <laughs> a lot, a lot happened. Yeah. I mean, a lot of shit happened. <laughs> but let's try and concentrate on good things. All right. So the games that came out, Amplitude came out for the PS4. Um, I know some people like that. I didn't play it. Nope volume on the ps vita nope and then gone home which i've got down so here's a caveat i don't have hd remasters re-releases on this list okay. unless they were coming to you know a platform for the very first time oh yeah so gone home is a very important game and it was yeah. the first time it came to console so i think that's important enough mm-hmm. um it was also like the best version of it uh it came to ps4 xbox one um gone home you played yeah i played it on the pc a couple of years ago and i loved it yeah yeah, it's a really it's a short playthrough, but it's worth everyone's time. Yeah, it really well. It didn't it didn't start the indie landscape at all, but it really started. I think that idea of what a first person game could be. Yeah, in a different light, and how you could tell a story in a short period of time. Yeah, 
Which is really why I, I tend to play a lot now of those shorter mm-hmm. games, which are like Me too. two hours to four hours. <laughs> yeah. um, really, really good. If you haven't played uh, Gone Home, definitely go download it now. Uh, the Banner Saga came out on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. I think this is Banner Saga 2, I think, at this point. Uh, these are really beautiful games. I haven't really got to play them much, but I've seen them quite a bit. Yeah, I don't know. They have a nice animation style. Yeah, I've not played that one. Uh, Oxenfree. Uh, came to Windows, Mac, and Xbox One. Oh, I, yeah, I think I remember that one. I haven't played it, but I saw some on YouTube. It says Xbox One here. That's incorrect. It came to... Did it come to Xbox? Oh, yeah, it did come to Xbox One. Oh. I'm thinking that was PS4 for some reason. Uh, Oxford Free, yeah, it's really cool. It's kind of like... People described it now, in, in retrospect, as like Stranger Things, the video game. Okay. Um, which I can kind <laughs> of see. It's about a, like a ragbag... Ragbag, is that correct? Like a bunch of kids. <laughs> um, and they're on this sort of weird island... And yeah. strange things start happening to do with time travel and stuff um, without any spoilers. Um, the art style is very cool. There's a nice kind of, it's quite peaceful a lot of the time. Yeah. It's sort of this 2D, not side-scrolling, cause I mean, but it is really, but it's sort of sort yeah. of like a hybrid of Monkey Island and um, and then stuff like Limbo in a way. Yeah, very much like Monkey Island in that kind of, you're walking through scenes almost like you're going. Yeah. Yeah. It's got a cool mood. Yeah. Um, I didn't love it quite as much as some people, but I, I think it's definitely, yeah, we'll hit home for some people. The Witness came out. This came out on Windows and PS4 mm-hmm. at this point. Later on, it did come to Xbox One. We'll get to that. Uh, 100% one of my favorite games in, in a long time. Awesome. Uh, so this is from uh, the guy who made Braid many yeah. years ago. Yeah. And he took all that money that he made. And he was one of, like, that was one of the first games that really did show what indie games could do. Mm. He took all that money, invested it in making The Witness. An obtuse puzzle game in the sort of style of Mist. Yeah. Um, but unlike Mist, where there's a lot of different type of puzzles, this just concentrates on one type of puzzle and then really just explores every single facet of how can you do that type of puzzle. It's kind of like if you did Sudoku and I was like, how can you do this? Is do with mazes. Um, and he really explores every way you can do it. And it's a game where I remember when I first started playing this game. I kind of was like, well, I love the art style. I love mm-hmm. the mood. But I kind of, I don't want to just do like labyrinth puzzle games again and again and again. That's <laughs> going to get boring. Yeah. And it did for a bit. And then you sort of realize the nuance in them. And then you start to mm-hmm. realize that you don't get taught anything. You have to learn it all yourself and figure out the rules and the language. Yeah. And then you start to realize that the entire island is a puzzle. And like everything you look at from every like branch of a tree and rock, yeah. it's all purposely put there. And depending on your perspective that you're looking at things, things line up and make shapes and you start thinking about the world differently. Mm. And honest to God, you then walk around real life and you're, you're seeing these shapes <laughs> in everything. And it really gets inside your brain and takes over. And it's so satisfying because you'll just get stuck on something that you think is impossible for hours mm. and hours and hours. And you'll walk away, come back and have just figured it out by looking at it once. Yeah. Because you just needed that break in your brain. Mm-hmm. And it's so fucking satisfying. Yeah. I mean, um, this the way some of the puzzles work with shadows and just yeah it's an unbelievable game it looks amazing as well and some of the symmetry that when they they showed there was a some like a rocky landscape next to a lake and then you turn sideways and you can see it's actually a, mm. a lady yeah that's what I mean that's, that's awesome you got like so many things that join yeah with perspective and I mean like literally your perspective of where you're standing and how you're looking at them but then your perspective of depth as well yeah so things in the background look like they're in the foreground and vice versa yeah that's cool it's really smart um definitely one of the hardest games in a long time um, but well worth it 
And I think a lot of people will play this a little bit and go, yeah, I get it. And we'll walk away. Yeah. And that's fine. But mm-hmm. honestly, like maybe just give it a little bit more time. I would say play it. I actually played it with someone else and that really helped me because it was someone who was patient with it and we could just like take our time with it. And we didn't have much else to do. So it's a good one for a holiday. Yeah. Um, and having someone else just like throw some ideas back at you yeah. helps keep it going. If I'd done it on my own, it could have been too hard. And it is definitely one of those games where you have to walk away, refresh your brain and then come back at it again Definitely from a different direction. Yeah, very special game. And yeah. a very special Easter egg that's hidden right at the beginning of the game. Oh yeah? That, yeah, it's very cool. Very cool. There's like a puzzle right at the beginning of the game. Oh, cool. That you wouldn't know because you don't know yet at that point about environmental puzzles. Oh, wow. And if you solve it, it opens up like a portal that takes you to a whole different thing where you get to see the developers, like where the development was done and stuff. And oh, wow. It's very cool. Oh, that's cool. I'll show you that later. Uh, Dragon Quest Builders came out on the PlayStation 3, PS4, and PS Reader. Mm-hmm. Watch the video game. Um, <laughs> I like Dragon Quest games. This is kind of this is the one, isn't it? That that was in Japan at that point. I think it came out. Okay. Um, but it came out later on in the West. It's basically like Minecraft meets Dragon Quest. Oh, which is fine. Yeah. But we have Minecraft already, so it's like yeah. There's a lot of Minecrafty games coming out, and you're like, yeah, but we yeah. have Minecraft. <laughs> um, fair enough. February, Dying Light, the following, which was a DLC essentially, but it was kind of a meaty one. That came to Windows, PS4, and Xbox One. A lot of mm-hmm. people like that. Firewatch, Windows, Mac, and PS4. Later on, came to Xbox One. Because there's one thing we learned this year is that your exclusives don't stay exclusive, particularly when they're indie. Yeah. So they kind of crossed over, and Xbox One and PS4 kind of swapped exclusives at one point. Um, because the Xbox One got The Witness, and it got Firewatch, and PS4 got Inside, oh. uh, which was an exclusive recently. Uh, Firewatch, you like this game? I haven't played it, but I, again, watched some gameplay. And, yeah, it looks amazing, but um, I've heard mixed thoughts on the gameplay and the length of the game, I think. Was it the length of the game or...? Yeah. I don't know. I I mean, yeah, I think some people did. I had no problem with the length. Um, I had a problem with where the story went. In certain places, I feel it denies... I don't know. It kind of ends up in a place that, for me, is kind of dumb. Yeah. It doesn't make sense when there's a very emotional story beforehand that I liked. Okay. But it's a really good game. You think about it a lot. And the art style's great. Yeah, the pacing's great. Mm. The world's great. But definitely a bit clunky. I think the opening... Yeah, the opening is all text. I think we talked about this before, maybe on the podcast. But yeah. It's all text. And it was written in Vine. And not Vine. It was Twine. That's what it's called, isn't it? The programming software, I think. Oh, um, right, yeah. And he wrote it as like a template to tell the other game developers about the story and then they just kind of left it in there and that's how it feels to me it feels like it doesn't belong and a lot of people i know really love the text at the beginning but i actually think it's really badly written um but it's a really great game still like i think mm-hmm. it's very interesting cool game. yeah unravel came to please for windows and xbox one with your little yarny yep um i think that was a bit of a disappointment it was fine um Street Fighter Five, really a year when the Street Fighter big Street Fighter game comes out, like number five. No one seems to have noticed. Nope. Um, <laughs> Windows and PlayStation Four only, which may have been the reason because it was an exclusive. Mm. It's also kind of known, I think, because it came out and was a big disappointment to people because it really had very it had everything there for competitive multiplayer, very little for the single player, like very little. Uh. Um, but objectively, like you play it, it's fucking great it's the i mean it's an, it's the best 3d fighting game i think oh, cool. it's made um it's a phenomenally good game 
but it was really bare bones at time of launch. Uh, Rocket League came to Xbox One. New <laughs> <laughs> yep, Charles. It's, it's good. <laughs> it's fucking Rocket it's League, man. Yeah. Great game. Um, Adrian became addicted to that. No <laughs> um, I am Setsuna, PS4 and PS Vita. Just heard one of the launch games for the Nintendo Switch. Oh, really? Interesting choice. Hmm. Far Cry Primal. Okay, PS4, Xbox One. Oh, yeah. That didn't um, go as well as I think they hoped. <laughs> I don't. I mean, it sold pretty well. Did it? But, yeah, it sold pretty well. I mean, not incredibly well, but... It's weird. I mean, it was obviously a knockoff game, you know? And I think it was they, a very... They really bled that dry. I mean, they literally took the Far Cry 4 map yep. and just painted on top, which yeah. uh, just... That really annoys me. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm the same. Um, and it didn't really appeal to me. As someone who only plays Far Cry 4 with a bow and arrow, to not enjoy the Far Cry game that makes you play with a bow and arrow is kind of weird. Yeah. Um, but it was fine. I just wasn't... I just had my Far Cry experience. Mm. It was also like the world just wasn't as enriched. Like, Far Cry 4 is beautiful and open and there's no mountains and clear skies. Yeah, that was Far Cry Primal's really dense and foggy. Mm. And for me, it's just felt claustrophobic. Like, I don't really want to explore this world. Yeah. Um, which is a big thing for me. Like, Skyrim, I want to explore Skyrim, you know? Mm-hmm. Hitman Go came to Windows and eventually PS4 and PS Vita. Oh. Really, uh, this was the iPhone, iPad game, you know, from last yeah. couple of years ago. They're really good to Go games. I've heard really good things about them, yeah. It's kind of like playing a board game, but animated. It's uh, well, a sort of board game, puzzle game. Very cool. Uh, and then we're through to March. Alakine's Gun on PS4 and Xbox One. If you're listening, Nooch, I have this one in for you, buddy. Um, this is a game by fuck I've gone which developer let me find this developer it's becoming a running joke really they brought out two games this year and we'll get to the other one later on oh. if you haven't seen Alec Kind's Gun and mm-hmm. you don't know how to spell that tough um, it is unbelievably bad it's like playing <laughs> Hidden and Dangerous which was a game from a long time ago um, but <clears throat> completely broken like it's completely fucking broken and this is weird espionage game set in the Second World War. Uh, Maximum Games is the name of the developer. What else have they got coming up now? Let me see. Oh, they do have the Wikipedia. God bless them. I bet they wrote it themselves. <laughs> now it's the publisher of those series. Anyway, uh, incredibly bad game. Had to mention it here. Very funny. Oh. Uh, it reminds me of what it used to be like to play video games. You're like, wow, I remember playing games like this and thinking they were incredible. And now you're like, no, we deserve better. Broforce came to PS4. Uh, and then Tom Clancy's The Division, the PS4 and Xbox One. You can definitely talk more about this one than I can. Oh, yeah. Tell That's, us a little bit about The Division. It's just uh, amazing if you're playing multiplayer, uh, being a part of a team. I played this with Nooch. And um, I think we put about 20 hours into getting through the main story so it was it was a good solid like just playing each week and you like some of the missions are very samey but you have like a, a reason to work towards like your end goal you get to the end game and then you even further from that you can start finding rare guns like finding guns that are really difficult to find in like really dangerous zones i can't remember what they're called uh, oh, fuck Dark Zones? Yeah, Dark Zones. Dark Zones, yeah. That's really cool because that's a PvP. Mm-hmm. So it brings in the element of actually being scared of real people. So did you like that dynamic of the PvP being kind of in, in, like integrated in but also separate? Yeah. Did you want just a purely PvP experience or were you happy with it just being like you could opt in and out kind of thing? I like the 
yeah the opting in and out definitely <laughs> it's like um in a game that i i used to spend a lot of time in as you know on uh, runescape where you could uh how many hours uh four thousand <laughs> <laughs> i would never get used to that uh, <laughs> fucking insane uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's like you that awkward, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like you just like told some dirty fucking yeah. Uh, yeah, but that's a similar concept where you opt in to be in a dangerous zone. And I like that idea where you, you prepare to go out into the, that, that mm-hmm. extra, almost like going on an adventure inside that adventure. Okay. Uh, yeah. Did you keep playing though, or did you like drop off? Or um, We got to the end game and then we just, we played a few more sessions where we're like finding the rare weapons in that dark zone. Uh, but you just kind of lose interest yeah there's no other reason to play after that than just finding guns yeah that was my problem was like the 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 gameplay loop was essentially finding loot yeah like the loot loop i guess that they had yeah it didn't interest me it was like i wasn't Mm. i didn't really care about the gun types i didn't care about the costumes and stuff yeah and admittedly i didn't have someone to play with most of the time um so that's not the way to play the division on your own no um but yeah i just i was kind of disappointed in that game i thought it looked really pretty at the time the no. gameplay really, I mean, it's third person, but it really reminded me of Destiny. Right, 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 right. It's all loot-based, really. Yeah, it felt like Destiny meets Gears, but in a different universe. Kind yeah. Of thing, but. Um, Pokken Tournament came to Wii U. One of the few times you'll hear me say the word Wii U on this <laughs> podcast, I'm afraid. Uh, this is a new Pokemon, obviously, uh, fighting game. It was fine. People get really excited, I think, with these because Pokemon, which Pokemon's great. And then they get excited because it's, hey, it's a Wii U game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it was, it was right. MLB 16, the show on PS4, apparently really good, but I don't play those games. Mm-hmm. When April, Adam's Adventure, colon, Origins came to PS4 and Xbox One. This is actually a downloadable title. I don't think it had a retail release. Maybe I'm wrong. It's really clunky as fuck. It's kind of like oh. Indiana Jones and like, there's a lot of world exploring and, you know, puzzle solving and mysteries and shit. But really not very good. Uh, Dirt Rally kind of PS4 and Xbox One at that point because the Dirt series which is great racing games and I love rally games so I was like perfect this is the perfect uh, racing game for me going to be the best racing game of the year mm-hmm. not at all really? mean, it's a good game much better games are coming later buddy oh hold on hmm? we'll get there okay. well, you, you're looking at Dirt Rally you want to get it no I, um, I'm looking for a good rally game I really uh, want one it's yeah. a good rally game Dirt Rally is a good rally game it is okay. Um, but better racing games came out this year for sure. Cool. Quantum Break, Xbox One. You remember that game? I forgot about that game, Quantum Break. Yeah. Um, our friend played for it. Nooch played for it, but he uh, he said it was amazing, but just, uh, it kind of just went past without anyone realizing. Like, it really like, kind of came and went, yeah. Yeah. And that was big actors in it. Um, it's from the guys who made Alan Wake and Max Payne, um, which I think is why, yeah, Nooch is a big Alan Wake fan of Max Payne. Mm. I'm a huge Alan Wake fan. Uh, this was a weird game. It did have similarities to Alan Wake. Um, and it was also the one, like, this was coming for years and years and years because Xbox originally announced this for Xbox One as half TV show, half video game. So yeah. you watch half an hour episode of live action, then you play the game, and you make a few choices in the live action game or at the end of it. Sorry, live action uh, episode. Yeah. And then that feeds into the game, and which is a really cool novel idea. Yeah. It didn't really work for me. The TV show is okay. It's not good. Mm-hmm. Um, and the choices felt ineffectual and kind of, I don't know, it oh, didn't okay. really work. Yeah. Um, but it, it's a solid game if you can get it in a sale. Mm-hmm. Sure. Oh, cool. 
A little game called Dark Souls 3 came out <laughs> on PS4 and Xbox One. First time uh, PS4 had Bloodborne last year. This was the first time Xbox had a Dark Souls game. Um, Xbox One, anyway. Um, I played this. This is one of the, I think, how many games did I complete this year? Quite a few, actually. Well, quite a few little ones, I was going to say. Yeah. Out of big games, this is one of the only big games I completed. Mm-hmm. And it was my first Dark Souls game that I completed. And it went on for months and months and months. It was just something I kept returning to. And oh my God, did I love it? And do I miss it? Mm. And I'm playing the DLC right now. And unfortunately, I think I got out of the loop of it because the DLC is proving too hard for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but just, I would relish my time to just sit back and you just methodically, I don't know how you play. I had like, I had like a strategy of ethos. So I, I had like Nate played a bit and I said, here's your kind of spiritual guide on how you get through Dark Souls. Because some of it's just psychological. Yeah. And I, I fucking love it so much, man. So good. I love this game. And even more so, I, lo- I love the IGN show Prepare to Try. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Where they <laughs> play through Dark Souls and then Dark Souls 3. Um, go watch that because it's brilliant. Uh, Ratchet and Clank PS4 to tie in with the movie. Oh. Mm-hmm. What's funny about this game, it was made to tie in with the movie, to support the movie, but the movie ended up bombing and mm. the game ended up being this huge surprise because it was a remake of the original but I'm putting it in here because it's not an HD remaster or anything. It's a proper from the ground up That's remake of everything. Like awesome. they rebuilt the whole thing. I loved that game originally. This game looks beautiful. Like it's probably the best looking game of the year, Ratchet & Clank. It looks like wow. a Pixar cartoon come to life. <laughs> so beautiful. Um, and really, really good fun. If you like Ratchet & Clank, mm. incredible experience. Axiom Verge came to PS Vita. Um, that's a good game. And Star Fox Zero. To Wii U, another Wii U game, Yay. and let everybody <laughs> down. No one liked the Star Fox Hero game. It was clunky and not what we wanted. Oh no! So it's, oh. I like how you sound genuinely upset. Yeah, <laughs> I want things like Star Fox to do good. <laughs> yeah, it was not good. Oh. Then we're into May. We're really rattling fruities. Uh, oh, here we go. Battleborn came out on PS4 and Xbox One. Do you remember when there was a time when it was which one's going to be the good one, Battleborn or Overwatch? Oh, do you remember that time? That was and a funny Battleborn time. <laughs> was yeah. from the makers of, of uh, Borderlands, isn't it? I think. Uh, yes, it is. Yeah. 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 Um, and I got Battleborn. I was playing it. I was like, this is pretty good. Mm-hmm. But I'm not really into, like, yeah, um, you know, well, it's like Team Fortress style gameplay. It is, yeah. And I loved Team Fortress back in the day, but I just yeah. don't have the community or time to do that anymore. But I was like, yeah, Battleborn's cool. And then the same month, Overwatch came out, PS4, Xbox One. And this is from the makers of warcraft yeah <laughs> and everything else they do um which i don't play clearly from my sentence everything else they do what's the other massive game that they do hearthstone there you go hearthstone um, um there's a whole bunch isn't there um yep <laughs> yeah and overwatch on mo- if you look at most computer game top games at 2016 list number one on almost all of them is overwatch right now yeah it's just yeah the fan base on that is massive if you go to any live streaming site yeah, Overwatch is like always topping, uh, along with like the usual League of Le- Legends and Dota. Mm-hmm. But Overwatch has just stayed competitive, and it's it stayed. Dota's them, isn't it? Huh? With Dota, them? Yeah, Dota. That's also theirs. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't yeah. even realize. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's just because the characters were so well designed, really beautiful designs. Mm-hmm. Gameplay was fantastic. I played it for uh, one night or two nights. Yeah. Really enjoyed it. I was like, I can't handle this. Like, it's like, it's that just completely online multiplayer world where 
again i don't have the community to do this and i don't have the time to dedicate to it yeah and i'm kind of just out at that point in my life now where i'm happy to do a loop i want the story and i'll get to the end of it and i know i can move on yeah <laughs> overwatch has no end you know it just goes yep. on forever <laughs> um but obviously highly recommended super hot came out for xbox one. Oh, cool it's a cool game yeah very cool <laughs> so as you move time moves essentially so it's a very stylized shooter but based on that like a puzzle concept essentially so it's like a puzzle game in a first person shooter yeah and you have to just make sure you have to really think about your movements and then really it, do. the awesome thing is that at the end of the playthrough when you finish the mission it plays everything in real time so you yeah. can see yeah, how yeah, you yeah, would have played this yeah that is and so it takes cool. just a few seconds yeah <laughs> and you look like fucking a complete badass <laughs> yeah um, yeah really high, highly recommend that the park came to PS4 and Xbox One. This was a simple, spooky first-person indie film, indie game. I mean, um, it was fine. I played it through. It wasn't great, but it had an okay answer. Uh, Doom came to PS4, Xbox One. Highly loved game. People loved this game. Mm-hmm. Um, do you play any of this? I didn't play it. No, there's another one I really wish I had played because it just, yeah, it looks like incredible. The graphics on it, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. It always. Um, and it's one of those games where you look at the E3 trailers and you think these games aren't going to be released in that quality, but they showed a com- comparison and the game actually was released looking better yeah. than its trailers. No, Doom looks incredible. It's a beautiful game and it's silky smooth and the gunplay is really satisfying. Um, if, you, if you're if you like young enough and you want to go for like something loud and brash, yeah. I'm kind of like at a point where I just like... It's too much for me right now. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. too aggressive, too loud, too fast. Yeah. Um, but it's a it's a quality game for sure. Cool. Um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Mutants in Manhattan came to PS3, PS4, Xbox 360, and Xbox One. Another bad turtles game. I'm sad to say. Mm-hmm. I like seeing how this one. The Hitman episodic content continued with Marrakesh, which came to PS4 and Xbox One. Initially, a model that I was pissed off with was the episodic content of Hitman, but yeah, it really worked in their favor, I think, because really? people were talking about it the entire year. Because every time a new episode came out, it got back in news, people talked about it again. Yeah. People went, oh, I'll go back to Hitman. <laughs> yeah. And now I'm at the point, because they're all out. Mm. Well, the first batch, anyway. Um, Just making sure. <laughs> thank you. Uh, they're all out, like the first batch. So I'm like, now I'm at a point, like, maybe I'll go back, because there's enough now. I've collected enough. I've watched a lot of playthroughs, sadly. Um, but not of the last couple. And I only played the first one before. So I'm like, you know what? Maybe I'll go back and play the whole lot. Yeah. Now that it's an actual game. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Uncharted 4. A Thief's End. PS4 exclusive, of course. The potentially final episode to do with Nathan Drake. What a game. What a game. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to say about Uncharted. Yeah, I, I haven't played it, but I know that it's just amazing, so... Yeah, it is amazing. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, it has its problems, like, but I didn't have as many problems with it as most people did. Yeah, I actually, I love the ending. I could have, like, I didn't mind how long it went on for. My only problem actually is to do with some character stuff, like the whole story with his brother doesn't echo very well for me. I don't, I don't, I liked him being a bit more of a loner. Um, mm-hmm. but phenomenal, like, just the artistry of perfecting that gameplay style mm-hmm. that they started, however long ago it was. Yeah. It's like, yeah, the voice acting, the cutscenes, the just the graphics in general are phenomenal. And the gameplay's yeah, the best the best gunplay it's had so far in the series. Cool. Coming to June. Dangerous golf. 
Yeah, the PS4 and Xbox One from the Burnout guys. Oh. And you can really tell. It's like, you know, when you put your car into crash mode and burnout? And yeah. you go flipping in slow motion through, like, uh, That was probably one of my favorite games when I was growing up. Really? It really was. That crash mode. Well, this is like that, but it's with a golf ball inside, like, posh rooms. You're just breaking stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then you control the golf ball and it all slows down and everything blows up. You not play this? No. I wish you play this, man. Yeah. Get it downloading. It's cool. Mirror's Edge Catalyst finally came out. The sequel to the much-loved um, uh-huh. sort of sleeper hit. Uh, PS4, Xbox One. Mirror's Edge 1 is legitimately one of my favorite video games of all time. I was crazy excited for a sequel. Mm-hmm. I played a bit of E3, which hadn't impressed me. And the game I haven't played more than two hours of. Because I just wasn't feeling it at all. And no. I don't really know why. I don't know if it's because it was too open. And the, con- the sort of refinement of the original made it better. Or if it's because it starts at night and it doesn't feel right. Or just because the characters are kind of annoying. The characters were weird as well. Yeah. I, I don't know what it was about it, but it just didn't didn't feel like Mirror's Edge. There's something, yeah, something off about mm. it, which is really frustrating because it's that's the end of that property. Yeah, guarantee it. And I, I would love more Mirror's Edge. Yeah, I thought anyway, but maybe the Solus Project came to Xbox One. Uh, just one where you kind of stranded on a planet and you're walking around and you're dying and you have to like figure out how to survive and proper survival game. Um, it was alright. Yeah, I didn't love it, but it was great. Trials of the Blood Dragon came to PS4 and Xbox One. So this is oh, around... Yeah. yeah, I remember now. This is around E3 time. And mm-hmm. this suddenly came out. And you're like, what the fuck? So they're taking the Trials game <sighs> and they're combining it with a weird VHS-inspired 80s action DLC to Far Cry yeah. 3 <laughs> yeah. called Blood Dragon. Yeah. What the fuck is this game? God, and was, you know what? I still don't know. It was absolute madness. It's completely it bizarre. Just, it's like they just created everything they wanted to just in... I don't. It's crazy. I don't know why Blood Dragon. I don't even. I mean, at least do Far Cry Primal or something that was coming out at the time. It's like something that came out like six years ago or whatever. Like five. Yeah. Years, I don't know. Very strange. Mighty Number no. Nine finally came out. PS3, PS4, 360, Xbox One, and Wii U. So this is the spiritual successor of Mega Man. Oh. The right. hugely crowdfunded, big big deal. Got dragged on for ages and ages, delayed and delayed and delayed and delayed. Finally came out and was a piece of shit. Everybody hated it. No one liked it. And I'll tell you what, you go back to the original trailers and like you can tell, like like I never really understood why people were excited about this. Yeah. Other than it's the creator of Mega Man trying to make a new Mega Man game but without the word Mega Man in it. But it looked really bad from the beginning. Um that's a shame. That is a shame. Mario and Sonic at the Rio two thousand sixteen Olympic Games on the Wii U. There you cool. Go. They keep, they're still doing those video games. <laughs> yeah. I remember the first time they did a Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games. I was like, wow, they got those two guys together. Yeah. That used to be a mythical thing. The idea yeah. of those two iconic characters together. Here's a video game that you've played. Came out on PS4 and Xbox yeah. One in June. Seven Days to Die. Yeah. I, um, yeah, our friend Nooch got me into it probably about a month ago. Um, and yeah, I absolutely love it. I think it's, um, it's very much like Rust in the the gameplay mechanics where you're chopping trees, you're collecting stones, you're finding coal and that kind of stuff. I you're, love coal. Yeah. Oh, cool. Then <laughs> check it out for me. Yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> um, but you, what do you do with all this stuff? Uh, you find... We found um, a, a nice sheltered house, like just one box, which is easier to protect. Mm-hmm. And basically you just... All day you have zombies moving slowly, but at night they start moving fast. But it's every seventh day you it gets the blood moon, 
and the zombies at night during the blood moon go absolutely insane. Right. They're like climbing the walls and stuff. So you really have to start putting spikes on the walls. And so is it kind of like like an open world version of the old Call of Duty zombie games? In terms of like you 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 you're sealing yourself in, a big siege happens. You're trying to protect, yeah. like just get through that. You have to just get through that night. Just sit tight and just (laughs) hope that they don't break through the barriers. Especially, do you do that? You guys just like hunkered in, yeah, hoping. On your on the first time that you experience the seventh night, by that point, sometimes like we didn't have guns, so we just had to hope that the spikes would hold, (laughs) and they didn't hold. So we we got completely screwed. What happens if you die in that game? Uh, you respawn, but your stats are less. So mm. your health, your maximum health is less, and your stamina is less. So it's kind of a way that you, it's a punishment for dying. So you have to just rebuild so back from there. Is it possible that like is it possible that you keep getting less and less? Essentially, it's getting harder and harder for you. Yeah, it just oh. it, it makes it much. It makes it a worse situation. So you have to. That's where you have to really put in the survival skills of making sure you eat enough food make sure you eat you drink enough water mm-hmm. and keeping those levels high increases your maximum health again so you okay. just sort of build it up again for the next week it's but you <laughs> could really dig your own grave then. You're you're just really like could. dying three times in a row and fucking yeah. yourself yeah and if you die you lose your backpack so you have to go and find your backpack again no don't never lose your backpack no not all your stuff. <laughs> I'm eating Panettone right now, and I really suggest no one watches the video version <laughs> on this podcast, but I'm making a fucking mess out of it. Mm, try that. Um, and now everyone can just hear me eating. I'm sorry. Uh, Lego Star Wars The Force Awakens came to 360, Xbox One, PS3, PS4, PS Vita, Wii U, and the 3DS. Um, yeah, people, as always, said, hey, this is the Lego game to buy. Um, but apparently they all are the Lego game to buy. I'm not a big Lego fan, to be honest. I played a whole bunch of them, and none of them have really won me over. Um, I get what they're doing, that's fine. But it's a formula I got bored of a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, here we go. Another game from our friends who did Alkaheim's Gun. The Technomata. It's like okay. a first-person <laughs> wizard game. Oh, cool. <laughs> okay, PS4, Xbox One. Seriously, these games are awful. Go buy them. <laughs> um, and then Inside came out on Xbox One the sequel well not sorry that's completely incorrect uh, the second the new game from the makers of Limbo uh, yeah. uh, which was another fantastic genre defining game on Xbox 360 mm-hmm. and PlayStation 3 eventually um, Inside is very much a successor to Limbo it feels like Limbo extended oh cool um, it's an incredible game it is really incredible. Like artistically phenomenal, mood is incredible, incredibly obtuse. Like they very purposely don't tell you what's going on. At the end, you're still going to be confused. There is a super secret ending, which tells you a little bit more, but confuses other elements. Um, and they're never going to tell you what it's about because <laughs> they don't want to. That's cool. And they didn't with Limbo. Um, so it's a great one to then discuss with your friends. Hmm. It will it will get you thinking. It will leave a taste in your mouth for weeks. Um, it's very creepy. What you wouldn't expect. Um, but it's interesting because I was playing a bit of this in front of my mom actually at one point. And I was saying it's kind of weird because like I've been so into immersive gameplay of what I like. Big open world, first person things. Like, yeah. Immersive, immersive. And you play someone like inside and essentially it's like, it's like Mario, really. It's a platformer, <laughs> the side-scrolling platform. Yeah. It's basically what it is. Um, 
but there's so much you know it's it's taken it to this whole art house beautiful level but it's just yeah i don't know it's interesting that those indie games is like embracing very old tropes and then doing new things with them mm. july banner saga 2 there you go ps4 xbox one fury on the ps4 pokemon go i've got here pokemon <laughs> go on ios and android we don't really do ios and android games but pokemon go is such a big deal obviously mm-hmm. we had to mention it this year yeah what was your pokemon go experience chris uh it lasted for about a month for me and then uh i deleted the app right because uh, it's just what it is it, they they the, the community like the community managers which were non-existent at the time like they they weren't posting any updates they weren't giving any information to fans of their mm-hmm. game so people just lost their loyalty and i think they had a huge drop in their player base within like the first at least the first month oh for sure and would you not go back though uh apparently they've released another generation of pokemon so i might download it at some point and check out see if i can find something new but i don't really i'm not really invested in it anymore after that first month i remember when it came out it's so easy now to see it as like the phenomenon it was but when it before when it was announced it's like yeah well this is gonna be huge but i don't think people realize how big yeah and it was i was uh location scouting for my film and we were up in the mountains (laughs) and we just suddenly like Something that's all anyone was doing, and you'd walk past a restaurant and it'd have a sign on the floor <laughs> saying, We have rare Pokemon in here, and yeah. like, or we're using, you know, bait, or uh, what do you call it? When you put out lures. Oh, yeah, lures, yeah. Um, and we're like, What the fuck is going on? And it just happened within a day, it had reached the tiniest <laughs> towns in the middle of South Dakota, and it was so <laughs> confusing. Yeah, not South Dakota, sorry, Colorado. Um, so we got on it and played it a bit, and it was really janky. But oh, I was like, yeah. I get why people love this. It's really cool. But I don't really see, like, being, there's not enough to happen or to do with it for me. No. Um, and I'm really into geocaching, which is, Pokemon mm. is essentially digital geocaching. Yeah. Um, so I was like, so we did some Pokemon, and then I said to my friends, like, it's just like geocaching, but digital. And they're like, what's geocaching? I was like, well, there's all this stuff hidden. I don't actually like talking about it, because I don't like more people doing no. geocaching. <laughs> it's just a nice secret thing. <laughs> but anyway, we went and did some geocaching. And they're like, yeah, this is much more fun because <laughs> you're in the like you're outside in the real world in Pokemon, but you're just still looking at your phone and yeah. falling off fucking cliffs and <laughs> doing yeah. the dumb things people did. Um, but I mean, it gets people outside, so you know, like great. Yeah, um, I got nothing against Pokemon Go. Nope. Carmageddon Max Damage came to PS4 and Xbox One. This was like a sort of weird remake sequel to the classic come again games they were always shit and big surprise this one was crowdfunded and turned out to still be shit <laughs> um, Ghostbusters came to PS4 and Xbox One and was almost as bad as the movie Oof. Adrift finally came to PS4 uh, this is a game I played in Oculus Rift a few years ago at E3 okay and the developer's a really lovely guy who was fired from Xbox for like a tweet he did that people got upset about because he replied to someone slightly curtly and it literally lost him his job and stuff and i think i'm telling this correct maybe i'm missing out something important <laughs> um, but it was a sad story and he went through real depression and admitted Aww. you know it was his fault but went through real depression and he made this game adrift about kind of like gravity and he was making it at the time gravity came out mm. and it's a similar story and it's because he was like that's how i feel i was feeling lost in space yeah um but for some reason when it came out i just sort of snuck out on ps4 no one really played it no one liked it uh, but i played it not all of it yet sadly um, but i like what i play that's cool. Hyper Light Drifter, PS4 and Xbox Ooh. One, great game. Mm. I haven't played it again, but again, I've watched <laughs> lots of gameplay, 
and it looks amazing. Yeah, it's got a great style. Uh, yeah. It's it is purposely confusing, uh, which is a bit annoying. It takes you a while to figure out what you're meant to be doing. Yeah, um, but it's a good game. Hmm. August came around. We've got Abzu on the PS4. Oh. We were just talking about this earlier. This mm-hmm. is from the some of the people who made Journey, and oh boy, can you tell? It's basically yeah. Journey underwater. Yeah, <laughs> all the same beat, same type of music. Really beautiful. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of the things Journey does right, it gets right, but it doesn't get all of it right um, at all. Yeah. Certainly not the game that Journey was. Mm. Batman, the Telltale series, came to PS3, PS4, 360, and Xbox One. Oh. You seen any of these? Played any of these? No, I haven't played it yet, but I, this one I will play. You're a Telltale fan, aren't you? Yeah. I need to play the new Walking Dead season as well. Yeah. Yeah, the new Frontier. Mm. Um, yeah, this one didn't really interest me, the Batman one, to be honest. I watched, yeah, someone playing the first one. Um, I don't know. Like I'm, I'm kind of done with Telltale right now. To be honest, I'm yeah. kind of like their formula is go bit tired for me. And I think this was meant to be a new engine, but it didn't feel like it to me. Oh really? Um, I want like I want. I just I just feel there's a whole level they could take this story they're telling to that they're not yeah. jumping to yet because they're just oversaturating the market. They're doing too much. Way they too are. much. <laughs> yeah, there's too many. Of they them. got the Gardens of the Galaxy one about to start as well. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Um, Minecraft and things like that. Yeah, I, 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 I was playing the Minecraft one. I kind of enjoyed that because it's yeah. so weird that one. Um, Overcooked came to PS4, Xbox One. Stole the fucking show this year. This was the weird oh, little sleeper yeah. hit game mm. um, that everyone went crazy for. It's ended up on a lot of end of year lists and quite yeah. rightly so. Just a weird little cooking game. I will say, if you don't have couch co-op, if you don't have friends hanging out next to you playing, it's not worth playing. Like this no. is a game you got to play with your friends. Yeah, and I think you have to. Like you can't physically Teamwork, deal with some of the You need them right next to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we did. We got to a point. There was a place in it where, because it's normally like the more people you have, the easier it is. But there was a point where the more people you had, actually, the harder it was, and you had to pair off. Yeah. And let one person handle the level on their own, which was interesting and a bit <laughs> of a game to design floor, I think. But Overcooked's a really fun game, very hectic, very cool, um, and and it brings people together. Great game mm. to play. We're gonna leave this one till the end of the month. Uh, okay. Deus Ex: Mankind Divided came out on PS4, Xbox One. A lot of people love Deus Ex. I really didn't get along with this game. Yeah. Um, but I think that's just me because people seem to love it. Uh, I've heard very good things about it. Um, also heard some strange things about, uh, I think that re- it keeps repeating the same things being said over and over again. I think that's oh, really? people are getting annoyed with it. Just keep on, kept on saying the same things. Right. <laughs> Which is just, uh, I can imagine that gets annoying. Yeah. But I just, I I, yeah. I, I don't know. No, yeah. I've, I can't even put my finger on what it was about it, but I mean, it just felt quite old to me. It didn't feel, but I'm not the biggest SX fan anyway, to be honest. Yeah. Madden NFL <clears> 17 <throat> came out on PS3, PS4, at 360, Xbox One. Oh, yeah. Inside, then came over to PS4. Oh. Uh, Worms, WMD, PS4, Xbox One. You're a huge Worm fan. Yeah. I'm a Worms fan. Nucci's a Worms fan. Yeah. In my opinion, this is maybe the best Worms game ever made. Yeah. It's only the best in recent years. In recent years, it is the best, definitely. Yeah. Um, it brings back to the original games in the 2D art style, in that painted style. Uh, and you can see they just, they took everything they learned from the last one mm-hmm. and all the mistakes that came up and they've, they've just fixed everything. Um, the crafting system now in that game is really cool. It adds a completely different dynamic so you can craft and not let the p- other person know what you're doing, so you don't know. Yeah, they don't yeah, know yeah, what, what you're going to be doing. Yeah. I, I just. Oh, yeah. We should play some worms, man. It's so good. Worms. What's the other game I just said we should play? 
something. Oh, the, golf. Uh, dangerous golf. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'm gonna play someone. I haven't really got to play with other people. I played it online a bit. But that's about it. Yeah, I think the last time Nooch and I played, we played for four hours straight. Fuck against each other. Yeah, it's so crazy good. though. It's just like playing a board game or something. Yeah. King of Fighters 14 came to PS4. Um, I think it's the first 3D. It's definitely one of the first 3D King of Fighters games, which kind of loses the appeal of King of Fighters to me. I mm. like King of Fighters 13 a lot, but it was the 2D cool sprite version of it that I like. Yeah. This 3D version didn't do it for me. Um, Attack on Titan came to PS3, PS4, PS Vita, and Xbox One. It was not very good. Nope. <laughs> Much like the live action movie. Mm. The Turing Test. Xbox One. You know a little bit about this one? Do you enjoy yeah, this one? Yeah, I think it's, uh, it was a good game. It's puzzles like Portal, mm. uh, but then it goes on to making you think about um, the Turing test, you know, like what makes you human, what like, separates humans from yeah. like, computers. Artificial intelligence. Yeah. And it's, yeah, I liked it. It's good. It makes yeah. you think. Yeah, I've, I played the first like hour of it and I was like, okay, this is very Portal. Um, which I yeah. liked but I didn't have time to finish it but it seemed good it seemed solid um, and then a little game came out in August called No Man's Sky <laughs> PS4 so look at you hanging your head <laughs> PS4 exclusive um, it, this was the game of this generation like this is the one that's been hyped for years now yeah which is really unfair yeah. but it's a lot of people's fault mm-hmm. um, from the company who did the Joe Danger games which is these yeah. little motorcycle games apparently yeah. they did them as a way just to make money to now make this and that's all they really wanted to do an infinite universe endless stars you can explore it all the original pitch was an open universe with other people mm-hmm. explore name things team up do all this shit um, and you were trying to get to the center of the universe essentially the anticipation built ridiculous to ridiculous levels people thought it was going to be the perfect video game yeah. even though it was made by what like under 10 people yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, for years and years and it just outside guildford i think or something really yeah like. i was so excited about it being built close to me yeah <laughs> i i was one of those people who I've, I've been i've been thinking about it for a couple of years i was i was so excited about the game and i remained optimistic even after launch thinking oh it's just you know it's just having, having out, a, a rough start but yep. it, they'll figure it out and then off the uh, map yeah they they basically made it obvious that they weren't happy with it either by just completely just going silent yeah it's yeah this is a real disappointment um yeah. it's not here's the thing we do live in a generation where everyone seems to either just say i love something or hate something and that's what i was just saying in a movie podcast and it pisses me off yeah um this isn't a a horrible video game no it was just a badly marketed video game yeah it's overly ambitious and it has a lot of flaws but yeah there's a lot of great stuff in this game mm. um the first time you boot it up it seems really annoyingly hard but then you figure it out you start mining you get your fuel resources you boost up your ship you head off into space and it's exhilarating every time you leave a planet you go from yeah. the atmosphere you that go to space cool. you go into another planet and there's no loads mm-hmm. no load times at all um but there are a lot of integral things that are wrong with it for me. Like, yeah, the mining just got boring. Once you realize, well, that's what I'm going to be doing every yeah. time. The planets, when you realize you're naming them and no one's ever really going to see that. Yep. When you realize you couldn't just meet up with people to hang out, that was a huge problem. That was a big so hit it's like, well, nothing me. means much. Yeah. And then my other problem is that it was both, it needed to either be populated by real people mm-hmm. and you could all hang out and do stuff or fine, get rid of them, but then get rid of everything and be quiet and peaceful and yeah. let you feel like you're exploring 
every planet has buildings on it. Every planet has infrastructure. Every time you go into space, there are other spaceships. And yeah, they obviously have the same code written for every single planet where it has there has to be a building yeah, every certain specific. amount of distance exactly. and it's just oh, that's just copy and pasted basically and that for me it's like well now I don't feel like an explorer no. because everywhere feels like it's already been explored so yeah. how am I getting to name these planets it doesn't make sense but that's fine if they were real people that I was interacting with but they're not so it's mm. like you're kind of doing the worst of both sides of the coin yeah or if you had picked one and gone with that then great yeah so for me it just doesn't work which is a real shame it is. Beautiful box art as well. <laughs> yeah, by um, Simon. St- I don't know how to pronounce his name. Simon Stalinhug. Yes. His yeah, art yeah. is probably my favorite out of a lot of uh, like digital artists. Yeah. His his work is. You can always tell it's his. The colors yeah. are incredible. Yeah. Uh, then we moved into September. We had Just Sing on the PS4 and Xbox One. We had Star Trek Online on the PS4 and Xbox One. Didn't we? I didn't hear much about that. Did I just miss that? Star Trek Online? Hmm. No, no. NHL 17 on PS4 and Xbox One. PES 2017 on the PS3, PS4, 360 and Xbox One. Let's do all the sports now. NBA 2K17 on the PS3, PS4, 360 and Xbox One. FIFA 17 on the PS3, PS4, 360 and Xbox One. Do all the sports. You know what to expect. NBA kind of reinvented itself a bit last year. Mm -hmm. I think PES actually came out this year and for the first time in ages was better than fifa yeah what i've heard yeah we also had recall finally emerged on the xbox one oh. another game from the creator of mega man yeah um i didn't think it was good i didn't think it was good when i played at e3 and people were getting excited I didn't i'm think trying it to remember it I, it's one with I the girl I... in the sand dunes and she's got like the robot and she's yeah. running around it's very yeah, old-fashioned no. yeah kind of plays a bit like earth defense force mm-hmm. but you know a little bit more refined obviously uh, with some scavenging it's all right yeah it is but it's just kind of old-fashioned and not great yeah the witness came to xbox one this month dear esther which was a pc game that came yeah. to ps4 and xbox one cool great game yeah um very peaceful just uh, yeah walking it's another situation. experience like kind of like gone home but yep. gone home has more or more uh stuff to yeah gone home's better for sure explore yeah uh, but Deerest is a very beautiful island. Just walk around. Yeah, that cave system is oh, beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Firewatch then came to Xbox One. Uh, then the PS4 and Xbox One got a game called Virginia, which I'd like to talk about for a second because I just played this yesterday. Hmm? Um, I had it downloaded. I hadn't t- paid much attention. And then our friend Greg Miller over on Kind of Funny put it on his list of best oh. games. Um, I was like, all right. Or he was talking about it very favorably. I thought, all right, I'm going to check it out. Yeah. Sat down, played it two hours that's it really interesting game like really interesting game and actually yeah it should be that should be like this um it was it was a very interesting art style it's interesting because it's played with no dialogue so you just have to figure out the story from what's going on um it's their first video game this this company but it is made by people who've made other as this company is the first video game they've made other great stuff before uh with bigger companies um but you play like an FBI agent who's joining the force and then you're assigned to another FBI agent who you have to basically do an internal investigation on. Okay. And both of you at the same time are looking for this missing boy. And then stuff kind of goes weird. There's a lot of psychology in there. The ending goes crazy and you don't know what's real and what's not necessarily. There's a lot of interpretation about what happened. And I really, it's one of those games like immediately I wanted to find podcasts to hear what other people think. Oh, wow. Sadly, there aren't many because I don't think enough people are playing it. Mm. go download Virginia it's cheap yeah 
it's inter- it's really special. Like it's a very special game. Oh. The music for some might be too much, but it's really cinematic. It's really cool music. <laughs> I really loved it. I thought it was a very special game, and I'm thinking about it quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bunker cool. came to PS4 and Xbox One. That's oh, yep. the live action one. Yeah. It's <laughs> really weird. Really weird. <laughs> didn't get along with that at all. <laughs> no. uh, Darkest Dungeon came to PS4 and PS Vita. I know a lot of people love that. Is that the one? Is it Enter the Gungeon or is it Darkest Dungeon? That's the one that everyone loved this year. I think it's Gungeon, isn't it? Oh, man. Hang on. I think. Let's just, let's just Google this quickly. It was on like all the lists at the end of the year. No, 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 no. It's Darkest Dungeons, the one. I mean, people might like Enter the Gungeons as well, but Darkest Dungeons, yeah, this is the one that's fucking on everyone's list. Oh, really? Well, not everyone, but a lot. Yeah, like IGN gave it 9.1. Whoa. Um, it's not my type of game, though, to be honest. I played a little bit of it and I was like, eh, not for me. Um, it's all this sort of turn based strategy. Look. But now we're just watching a trailer. <laughs> that's that's really good, really good podcasting. So, what type of gameplay is it? Uh, it's all like turn-based stuff like this. It's kind uh, okay. Of, but anyway, it's the kind of thing you know. Uh, Damon loves you know. It's that kind of yeah. Um, sort of <laughs> board gamey sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, where do we get up to? Mm-mm-mm-mm. Okay, XCOM Two came out to PS4 and Xbox One. Also, on a lot of people's favorite games of the year list, I've never been a big Xbox, uh, sorry, XCOM fan. I haven't really been into RTS style games, mm-hmm. which it sort of is in a way. Yeah. Are you an XCOM? Do you like XCOM? Uh, Are you an XCOM is what I just asked you. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think I am. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to be sure. Yeah. You Did, played them? Um, I th- No, I haven't actually. I think I played a bit of the first one. But okay. I, um, I haven't played this one. I will say that the... Is it the narrator? His voice is nice. It's really cool. <laughs> it's really fun. It's like, is it like, um, I don't know if it's the same voice actor, but for Optimus Prime, it's that kind of oh, right. voice where it's like, you instantly recognize it, but I don't think it's him. Nice. But it's just like, as soon as I hear that voice, then I know it's that game. People love XCOM 2, they really do. Um, I was alluding to a better car racing game um, this year. I was close to being out. Forza oh. Horizon 3. Yeah. <laughs> Xbox One exclusive. Fuck me, what an incredible game. Like an incredible game. Oh, really? Looks ridiculously stunning. If oh. you play it on a, on a uh, HDR uh, screen, it's, it's sensational. Um, but just the gameplay is fantastic. Uh, like it's not a rally game, but if you're going to get a racing game, I would suggest Forza Horizon okay. 3 by, by far. Yeah, I, um, I did mention that with Nooch. Because um, we were playing through... On uh, Xbox, you know, they do the gold free games. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what... Is it called... The, is it The Crew? Mm. We, were, we were playing... Yeah, yeah, we've been playing through that, going through some of the missions on there. Yeah, The Crew's quite cool. And... Uh, you got like a compressed United States of America. Yeah. Yeah, and we're just sort of thinking, any other driving games like that we, we may play in the future, I think. Forts is the... It's the fucking game, man. It's fucking yeah. it's so good. Uh, then we're into October... So October's a big month because VR came out for the PS. Oh, yeah. Um, and I've got a lot written down here, so I'm going to go through them at the end. Non-VR games, so we had Necropolis on the PS4 and Xbox One, which is okay. Uh, Mafia 3 was a big game, PS4, Xbox One. Stunned a lot of people with its excellent storytelling, um, but less so with its kind of repetitive, old-fashioned gameplay. I felt the same way. I didn't think the storytelling was as good as everyone said it was, to be honest, but it was good, interesting, different. 
but other than that it's just your regular gta clone that's not as good as gta <laughs> dragon quest builders came over to ps4 that's what we we're talking about earlier sorry i had the japanese release in earlier i think gears of war 4 xbox one mm-hmm. i started playing this with kd and co-op um we got a few hours in and then life took over so i haven't got to finish it yet i'm definitely going to finish it yeah I wasn't that enamored with it. It wasn't, it was mm. feeling like a company trying to be, yeah, trying to do gears. Yeah. And I would rather they just did something different with it. Yeah. Um, and then, but, the, and then it made stupid decisions like with the robots, which I was like, why are you giving me fucking robots? Like, it's mm. just so boring. Um, were you playing gears? Uh, no, not yet. I, I, I spoke to it. Uh, I spoke about it with Nooch and he said that the horde mode gets to a point where it's just boring. Like okay. it just it carries on and then it's just the same thing again and again and again. It's not like it's, it's it doesn't, not it doesn't change enough. things up. So well, I was going to say my caveat was some of my most fun nights and I don't do enough online anymore. But I played quite a lot of Horde for a few nights with him and with some yeah. of my friends, and they were really fun. Like it was oh, cool. really fun. But I'm sure there is a cap to that. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> he was playing it a lot, so I'm sure there's a cap. Like yeah. This point. Uh, but yeah. I really enjoyed the Horde on it. Cool. Rise of the Tomb Raider came to PS4. Um, WWE 2K17 came to PS3, PS4, 360, and Xbox One. Only skipping over Tomb Raider because we had it on Xbox last year, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, Battlefield 1 came to PS4, Xbox One. Another video game. You mm-hmm. played this one? Yeah, I loved it. Um, so you played the campaign? Yeah, I played through the campaign. How do you feel? Tell me about the campaign because I've got weird feelings about the campaign. I really enjoyed it. I like that it's short stories. Um, and one aspect of them that really got me this time is uh, there's there's a mission. What was it? It's in the desert. I can't remember what, who it was based around. Like the Launch Arabia one. Launch Launch Arabia, yeah. yeah. Um, and the missions you can play them in lots of different ways. So you, you can just go crazy, or you can literally sneak around the entire map and take out all the enemies without even being seen seen at all. Yeah. Um, and that's a different aspect to Battlefield than ever before. It's, it's never been that way. It's usually been kind of, it, it just happens around you and you're just a part of it, but this time you can actually control it. Yeah. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, I'd, yeah. people really were enamored with the Battlefield 1 campaign, which I'm happy about because I really like the Battlefield games. Yeah. And I respected it a lot, but it was trying to do... I had some problems with it. I mean... My problem with it was, I still think the multiplayer is phenomenal. Like, it's not for me because I just don't have yeah. time. But a Battlefield multiplayer is insane. And the Battlefield <laughs> yeah. 1 is so much fun. Yeah. Um, but the campaign was like, I like that it's broken up, but yeah. ostensibly. So if you look at a Battlefield game or a Call of Duty game, ostensibly what they are is a lot of different levels mm-hmm. of different characters. Because that's to be what they do. That you hop from yeah. character to character to character. Yeah. And I'm always confused when I don't know who the fuck I am. <laughs> yeah. So Battlefield gets over that in a way by splitting it up. It means you know who you are and you understand contextually what's going on better. Yeah. But it's essentially still the same thing. Mm. It's just they've put those, they've ripped those levels apart and allow you to do them when you want to do them. Yeah. Now, so my problem with that is firstly, that's fine, but it's not revolutionary because it's essentially still the same game. It's just they split it up. But then my problem is, is like, so one of them in Italy, you're in this big like war tanky like armor. Oh, yeah. And that's mostly like minigun fights. And I don't really like minigun fights. Yeah. There's a tank one. I don't really like tank sections. <laughs> There's a flying one. I don't really like flying that much. <laughs> so 
So I like the Lawrence of Arabia one, but that one mm. fucking reeked of Metal Gear Solid Five. Yeah, like absolutely. Re- and <laughs> yeah. that's not a bad thing. Metal Gear Solid Five is an incredible yeah. game. But there was points where I thought, I'm in Metal Gear Solid Five. Yeah, because it looked exactly the same. Your yeah. horse players the same. You're sneaking around, but you're in first person, not third, <laughs> which I was fine with. Um, and then there's what's the other one? Fuck, what's the other? I forgot on the other level or other campaign. But my problem is I keep going back to it going, oh, I'll play a bit more Battlefield. But like, I don't want to do more of the tank one because I don't really like it. And I didn't want to do more of the flying one because I, I don't really like flying. But because it's not in a regular campaign, mm. I don't feel I have to. So now I'm not yeah. playing it. Whereas if it was a regular campaign, I know, well, I just do this tank level and then I'm back to what I want to be playing. Whereas I've played the bits I want to play and now I'm left with whole chunks I'm not going to touch yeah. because I don't want to do that thing. <laughs> So I don't know. I had like mixed feelings with how they presented it, but I'm happy that they they got traction because I think Battlefield's great. Yeah, and I hate Call of Duty. Mm. And I said it with due respect. I used to love Call of Duty. I'm not yeah. just trying to be cool by saying oh, I hate that's Call another of Duty. game that I put an insane amount of hours into. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I just genuinely think their their games are hot trash right now. I really do. Yeah, <laughs> and it upsets they need me. to just change completely. I want to. I want to just take one year out and rethink. Just, yeah, just reboot it. Completely. Just do what other studios do extremely well, uh, and just spend a bit of extra time on the development, and yeah. not like bow to the pressure of the publisher. Yeah, and I appreciate they still have like good circle cycles. So I'm not saying they need more time necessarily to make a game because they've got like three developers, or whatever. I'm just saying yeah. I think I need more time to take a break. So I find <laughs> yeah, it special. Just yeah, and I just want to do something. I don't know. I'd, actually, you know what? Fuck it. Do what they're doing because people love it. I just don't think it's for me anymore. Like, I'm just not yeah. into where they're pushing that series. I think even in the competitive side of Call of Duty, they haven't reacted as well this year. No. It's gone in a different direction this time, which may make them make that change. I hope. Well, that brings me on to the, another game. We're talking about competitive multiplayer. Timefall 2 came out. Another mm. EA game along with Battlefield. We're talking about it. They left Timefall out to left to dry, sadly, because... Yeah. Left to dry, to die. Yeah. yeah because they put it out at the same time Call of Duty... You couldn't have three shooters, you know, being on the top spot. No. Um, and Titanfall is nowhere near the name the Battlefield is, which is nowhere near the name as Call of Duty is. No. Titanfall 2, in my opinion, multiplayer is the best of the three games, particularly compared to Call of Duty, which is more its competitor in terms of fast-paced, yeah. tight um, arenas. Titanfall 2 is exceptional at that. Uh, the campaign had more character. It was still a bit old-fashioned and a bit clunky. Mm. Um, but it was it was a good step in the right direction because at least it had a campaign this time. Yeah, and this <laughs> yeah. time it was multi-platform, so it came to PS4 and Xbox One. Sadly, I don't know if there'll be a time for three now because of uh, how it was treated. It's a shame. But if you're listening to this and you're at all into first-person shooters, please go buy Timefall Two. I mean, it's yeah. silly. It's a really, really great game. Mm-hmm. And don't get a pre-ordered like so. Don't get a second-hand game because they won't see any money. They need to see money for this game. So go buy a proper yeah. copy of it. Get one in sale, but because they're pretty cheap now, I think they're like twenty-five pounds here. Yeah, they would be now. Yeah. Yeah, go get a first copy in a sale. Um, Just Dance 2017 came to PS3, PS4, 360, Xbox One, Wii, and Wii U. A game on the Wii. <laughs> Wii original. Oh. Just Dance 2017. <laughs> wow. You fucking believe it? <laughs> no. That's still happening. Wow. Uh, Skyrim. Now, I said no remasters, but Skyrim has a special place in my heart, so oh, yeah. I had to mention it. Yeah. Came to PS4 and Xbox One. Mm-hmm. Still, the game I've been playing most this year, I think. Probably. I really love me some Skyrim. It's good. No, if it's they could awesome. let you carry your fucking save over, I'd be the happiest man in the world. Oh, yeah. Uh, not Hitman, but apparently Hit the Man. Oh. <laughs> the Japanese version. <laughs> Hitman in Hokkaido. 
Makes sense. Came to PS4, Xbox One. That was the last chapter, I think. Hitman. Okay. Um, and also, what came out? Mark McMorris, Infinite Air. So this was the snowboarding game oh. to keep you going until Steep came out. Yeah. <laughs> um, holy shit, was this a bad game. PS4, <laughs> Xbox One. I think I told you that story. I did a tweet, didn't I, with my animation of the guy. <laughs> that was so funny. Which was, because there was like a firmware update, wasn't yeah. there, or something? And I think I ignored it or something like that yeah. to play the game. And then I started playing it. <laughs> and he just like tumbled into this fucking like mess. He looked like a Katamari, basically, with his snowball sticking out of him. And then he was like hopping with his back flipped over and his, his hands where his feet should be, just trying to get down the mountain. And I couldn't get out of it. I had to like reboot the whole system. It was a fucking brilliant glitch. Uh, Mark McNorris, Infinite Air, don't get it. <laughs> so PSVR launched. Now, we did a massive podcast on this. You can go back and you can listen to it. Um, if you scroll back through our old episodes where we dissected the entire launch, every game that came out at launch, went through everything because we spent a week playing all the games. Um, and we're going to update that at some point. We'll do another podcast uh, in a while once enough more new games are out to kind of go back to it and see what our views are now. I will say spoilers. I was turned around. I wasn't a VR believer. I loved PSVR when it came out. Had a ball, had a real ball that first week. Never played it again, really, afterwards. Uh, but then when I come to a new environment like this and I've got people like you come around and played it, I'm excited yeah. to play it again yeah. because it's a fun thing to do with friends. Mm. Here are some of the games that came out. Okay. <laughs> Not all of them. Here's some. <laughs> 100-foot Robot Golf, Thumper, Ace Banana, Batman Arkham VR. That's one you should be getting. Battlezone VR, Drive Club VR, Eve Valkyrie. That's one you should be getting. Harmonix Music VR, Here They Lie, Hustle Kings VR, Job Simulator. That's one you should be getting. Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes, No Loading Human. <laughs> PlayStation VR Worlds, yeah, definitely a good introduction. Rigs Mechanized Combat League, Res Infinite, Sports Bar VR, Super Hypercube, definitely one you should be getting. Super Stardust Ultra VR, The Assembly, Until Dawn, Rush of Blood, Wayward Sky, World War Tunes. And there were a lot more games. Um, but yeah, VR came. I'm interested in what the numbers are going to be on that. I don't actually yeah. know how it ended up doing. Mm. Um, and how much of a success that was for them. Yeah. They had a lot of units selling out. I know it's pretty hard to get hold of them still, those VR units. Um, but I don't know if that's just because they didn't make enough on purpose mm. or if it's doing very well. Who knows? Someone. <laughs> Probably everybody but me. Um, but then we're good. We're getting to the end of the year, November. Blads Blue Central Fiction came to PS3 and PS4. Call of Duty Infinite Warfare came to PS4, Xbox One. This is the first Call of Duty game I haven't played. Yeah. Um, last year was the first one I didn't finish, I think. Yeah. Um, I am going to give this a go because I like yeah. to have the information to be, you know, accurate. And maybe this one is really good. But from yeah. what I've seen, it's not going to be. I was, I was really excited about this year because of the remastered. Yes. But then it was, you had to buy the other one. So I just, yeah. and it was a lot of money. So I just, I, I avoided it at that time, but I, I might check it out. I don't know. And you see what they did, didn't you? Like they, uh, I had a friend point this out to me. Because the team that made Modern Warfare yeah. are now making Timefall 2. Yeah. And now it's coming out as a competitor. So what do they do? <laughs> they, they call the new one Infinite Warfare to make your head think, oh, Modern Warfare. They yeah. bundle it with Modern Warfare yeah. to associate Infinite Warfare with Modern Warfare because it sounds like the sequel to Modern Warfare is Infinite Warfare. Yeah. And they're both bundled together, not the same developers at all, the real developers in Titanfall 2, and they get to steal like all that thunder from Titanfall of just mis 
information essentially mm. to the public of, of yeah look this is yeah. to do with modern warfare too and yes, nothing to do with modern warfare yeah cartoon network battle crashes ps4 xbox one a 3ds it was a weird game mm. it's kind of like a tells some time the old simpsons game where you have like four players on the screen all oh, right running around hitting things but yeah. it was really bad really bad but <laughs> it did have accurate sort of cartoon renditions of current network characters like adventure oh, cool. time things yeah eagle flight came to psvr robinson oh, yeah. the journey came to psvr and then we had killing floor 2 came to ps4 i don't know much about that game but i keep seeing it around do you know that one killing floor 2 uh i feel like i have but i don't know i don't think no not no. off the top of my head no um, and then two big ones Watch Dogs 2 to PS4 and Xbox One and Dishonored 2 to PS4 and Xbox One you're yeah. the big games mm-hmm. you're just playing a little bit now yep how are you feeling what are your first impressions of which one either let's do both uh, yeah I think they're both great Watch Dogs 2 is better than the first because of it's not taking itself so seriously it's not mm-hmm. going into the dark storyline it's more uh, just light hearted and fun kind of like GTA uh, actually set in a very accurate looking San Francisco yep. which is really cool um, no I liked what I played then and I've got it at home so I'm going to be playing more um, Dishonored 2 I again love that uh, it's so extreme and fast paced when you get into combat yeah <laughs> it's really good if, if you get into combat some people yeah, just so play the game a deer at combat just Newt's like... just finished it without killing oh, he loves being un- unbelievably stealthy doesn't he yeah <laughs> I can't do it. No. And Dishonored, I, yeah, the fighting is genuinely fun. Like, yeah. really fun. I always end up panicking and then just killing everyone. Yeah. I'm, I've just learned I don't have the patience for stealth. No. <laughs> That's my problem. Like, Dishonored 2, I was playing, I was like, I know how good this game is. I loved the first one. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, I'm not getting into it. And I know it's a better game. Dishonored 2 is really good. Like, yeah. it looks phenomenal. They've refined everything. The other character is great. But I'm just not having the patience to do the stealth. And mm. I feel like I've done a lot of the game before with the first one. Yeah. Um, and Watch Dogs 2, I think, is yeah, infinitely better than 1. Mm-hmm. The world's bright and interesting and cool. Um, it does still feel yeah, like it's a GTA knockoff, but it's a very good one. Yeah. Um, but I'm not really enjoying the characters mm. um, that much. They're a bit obnoxious. <laughs> uh, but yeah, both very, very good games. Mm. December, the last month. Are you writing down? You've got to be writing down your favorites, buddy. Oh, crap. <laughs> We're missing out. Oh, no. Before we get into December, then, I'm going to scroll back quickly. Don't read. Don't say out loud. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to entertain people. I'm going to read any texts I've got on my phone. How's that? Cool. Let's see who's, text, who's texted me. Is anyone clear? <laughs> Is anyone saying hello? Oh, my mum. My mum texted me. Oh. Talking about these Yorkshire puddings that she made. She made the best Yorkshire Ooh. puddings I've ever had in my life. Oh. And I'm a Yorkshire pudding fan. Mm. But... So I brought Katie to England first time. I was like, you got to have Yorkshire puddings. And she didn't really like them. And I took her to like good places. And she was like, yeah, they're okay. And I started to think maybe Yorkshire puddings aren't that great actually. Because they were never, then all these good places weren't, you keep writing your list. <laughs> okay. Like all these places, I'm doing this so the audience is distracted while you're running your fucking list. Um, and I was like, maybe, maybe Yorkshire puddings are actually a bit crispy and aren't as good as I hoped they would be. Maybe it's just like romanticizing my brain. And then my mum made some this Christmas and oh my God. Perfect, yeah. perfect. Oh, really? Fluffy, crispy, like the right amount of batter. Mm. She put some goose fat in there as well. I tell you what, that makes everything better. Yeah. Unless goose you're fat, vegan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is, will fuck you up. What else have I had? 
We had a nice pizza a little while ago. You can follow the adventures of that in our movie podcast, <laughs> Movies of 2016. <laughs> and I have a text from my lovely personal assistant, Alison, who says, you're not boring at all. <laughs> she's doing what? something every day. She's out constantly. Anytime I text her, she's out, like hanging out with people, going for drinks, going to parties. And it's not the impression you'd get from her when you meet her because she seems like very quiet and nice. You haven't met her yet, have you? No, not yet. You'll like her. You'll like her. Oh, cool. Um, she seems just like quiet and, you know, like she wouldn't be out doing stuff all the time. Um, but she always is. And I don't mean that in a negative way. It's great. I'm happy she's out doing fun stuff. But I like texted her saying, oh, because she's coming here next week. And I was like, oh, man, you're going to find it pretty boring <laughs> when you get here and you're hanging out with me because I'm not going to be doing that much stuff. So she's trying to convince me I'm not boring. I disagree. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, I also have a text from my bank saying, please urgently call fraud prevention. So there's that problem that I got to sort out. I had that issue recently as well. They're very quick to just panic and... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they do like to panic. That's true. Uh, I think that's, all the, that's all my updates. Uh, Tamro... <laughs> Tamara, my business partner and dear friend, who was hopefully going to be on this podcast, uh, has not yet read the text that I sent him <laughs> six hours ago. Did you see? No, seven hours ago. Seven hours ago. Hang on, but it says he was fucking online. This is a problem with these things nowadays. He was online like six minutes ago. Chose not to read mine. Chose not. You see that bullshit? You know when it comes up on your phone, so you read it quickly, but then you don't open it, so then people don't know you've read it. So yeah. then it buys you a bit more time. You know <laughs> yeah. that? That's what just happened to me. That's what he's done. God damn you, Tamara Rashida. How many amounts of list? You can put as many as you want, but okay. like 10 would be good, but you know. I'll have another quick scroll through. Have you tried out... There's another VR game. I don't know if it's on... It might not be on that. There's one called Accountant. The Accountant. Oh. From the creators of Rick and Morty. Oh, really? And they just basically had a really great time making this game. And it's so good. That sounds cool. Yeah. No, I haven't. It might be, yeah, probably not on PSVR. It's just so fun. It's a really quick experience. I think it's less than, it's about 30 minutes. But it's I good. like the short ones. Um, Do you want me to go up? No, where you go? Wherever. <laughs> um, I think I've listed ones that I... Okay. Yeah. Some of them are games from previous years, but it's just because they've been released yeah. on the new consoles. Exactly. That's valid. Cool. All right, December. Not many. We have Steep on the PS4, Xbox One. Oh, yeah. This is kind of like the open world, snowboarding, hang gliding, <laughs> or not hang gliding, it's like parachuting and then paragliding. Paragliding. That's the one. And then, what do you call it? Squirrel seating, whatever they call that. Yeah. That's so cool. I can't what we call that. That's uh, really fun. You have GoPros <laughs> and stuff when you can record stuff. There hasn't been a skiing game in a long time. Mm. Um, this actually is skiing and snowboarding and I have to say playing it skiing in first person it's great it's exhilarating as shit because it's yeah. really confusing um, it's still it's janky like pretty much all these snowboarding games are it's not that great but I just like it as a peaceful alternative to all the other games so every now and then I was just like you know what I just need to ski down the mountain and chill out and yeah. you can get off your skis whenever you want and walk around which is really mm. nice something I was That's missing cool. from a lot of games in the old days um, so yeah I recommend it in that there's nothing else like it really around right now so mm -hmm. while it's not perfect it's a nice a nice breather 
Lara Croft Go, the old iPhone experience, comes to PS4 and PS Vita. Um, arguably the best version of those games. Some people like Deus Ex, some people like Lara Croft, some people like Hitman. I think I'm a Hitman fan, actually. Yeah. Let It Die came to PS4. Which was that one? Um, I don't know. It's on the list. You want me to see? <laughs> yeah. All right, here we go. <laughs> Let It Die game. That's how I use Google, for anyone wondering. What the fuck? Don't bring me to Wikipedia automatically. Mm. What are you doing to me? What are you doing to me? Internet. Here it is. Which one is it? Was it called? It was Let It... Let it. Oh, is it Let Me Die? Which one? Uh, I thought it was called Let It Die. That's what I got written down. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, yeah. It's Let Me Die. Oh, yeah. They said it's like this very... Oh, yeah. 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 I'll just listen to it in a podcast and I, I downloaded it but I haven't played it yet. It's kind of like Dark Souls, but oh. goofy. <laughs> with like, It's like Dark Souls meets... um, What's that name? Grasshopper Studios. Like the killer is dead, uh, no more heroes. Oh right, so yeah. like crazy, crazy stuff. Um, yeah. Okay. But it's not uh, the battling system isn't as good as Dark Souls, obviously. No. But yeah, then you got these weird <laughs> sections. Yeah, I was kind of intrigued to try that. Cool. Um, Abzu came over to Xbox One. Mm-hmm. Dead Rising Four came to Xbox One. Um, bringing back what's his name, Frank. What's his name, Frank? The lead guy from Dead Rising. Yeah, I can't remember. Um, yeah, I was playing this a bit over Christmas. It's a christmas theme game, which was kind of fun to do at Christmas. Yeah. I mean, it's Dead Rising. Yeah. There are even more zombies. It looks a bit prettier. There's more crazy things you can do. Yeah, more um, crafting. I still find the control scheme of those games infuriatingly stupid. <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's, you know, it's a Dead Rising game. If you like them, this is probably it could be the best one maybe if it's your first one i don't know like it's definitely refined and it looks better and he's kind of fun to have back yeah uh, the christmas theme is cool but i kind of they're feeling a bit old to me now the dead rising games yeah two last games mm. you ready yeah stardew valley mm. ps4 and xbox one the little farming yeah. sim game yep that's kind of like a harvest moon yeah kind of like uh what's that other game i'm scared to start playing it because i will just lose my life (laughs) yeah Yeah. i just started walking around doing some weeding and then chopping down trees and then like chopping rocks and i used to play harvest moon yep so much so i I know i will get addicted to it so what's the other game like harvest moon i was good um there was another one you know the one i mean i can't remember nintendo ah i'm gonna (laughs) use fucking google again (laughs) God, that's pissing me off. My brain's just like marshes too late at night. <laughs> What's another game? Games like Harvest Moon. Eight games like Harvest Moon. There you go. Da, 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 da. Well, this isn't going to work at all, is it? Oh. Rune Factory was one. Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing. Which is sort yeah, of like that is a similar concept, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Um, anyway, Stardew Valley is kind of like those games, but it's in like a sort of, it's not 8-bit, it's not 16-bit, I don't know what you call it, but you know, pixel yeah. kind of style. It's cool. Um, you make your little pixel dude and little girl at the beginning. That, that's on console as well. It's now it? on PS4, wow. Xbox One. Highly recommend oh. it. Really okay. good. <laughs> I'm um, so tempted. I could, yeah, lose a lot of time to it, so I'm trying not to. <laughs> yeah. But a great fun game. Great fun game. And very different for anything else out this year, so great. Yeah. And the last game of the year that I've got on this list, The Last Guardian. 
came to PS4 finally. after nearly a decade yeah. of waiting. <laughs> finally came out. Well, I don't know. I mean, I've played a few hours of it. Um, I'm just getting into it now properly. Yeah. Alex, who's normally on this podcast, he loved it. And I know it's his first experience. He hadn't played... Um, uh, fucking hell, my friend. Shadow Colossus. Mm-hmm. And he hadn't played... Um, oh, what's the original one called? Um, are you kidding me? My brain's just gone. I can't even see the front cover. This is ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Anyway, he hadn't played the previous <laughs> video games. It's been from the O. Um, and he was just swept away with this video game. So I was kind of excited to get into it. I'd read some mixed reviews. Some people absolutely loved it. Yeah. Some who felt it was just treading in the old footsteps. Some who felt it was just very mismatched. I'm, I'm, becom- I'm sure right now, like, it's not like it feels like the creature's beautiful. The world mm-hmm. is beautiful. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes it feels eight years old. Sometimes it feels like it's very kind of back and forth, a bit oh, all really? over the place. The animation has this cool, weird, fluid jankiness to it, which kind of means it can get away with anything because when it's fucking up, it's kind of purposely always scrappy, <laughs> which is very smart. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And it's doing stuff which I did in Shadow Colossus and I did in this other game. I can't fucking remember. On, on, oh my God. I'm just, I'm going crazy right now. I cannot believe. <laughs> I'm so ashamed that I can't remember. Ico. Ico. Oh. Remember that. Ico. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's exactly, basically, it's exactly what you thought you were going to get when they announced the game eight years ago. Yeah. Um, and when they started showing stuff like this is the game that you thought you were going to get. And we're getting it now. And mm. arguably it's too late. It's kind of the perfect time because there isn't a game like this. Yeah. But it's also a bit late because it feels pretty old in many ways. Yeah. That doesn't mean it's bad. Playing a Shadow of Colossus now is still a great game. Mm. But I'm actually, I'm at a point right now, actually, in it, which is fairly early on. And I don't know what the fuck to do. I'm just like running around completely lost and I don't know what I'm going to be doing. And I've read and heard quite a lot of accounts of people being like that. And you have to go online and watch other people playing because it's kind of infuriating and it's meant to be a peaceful game. Yeah. So I don't know yet how I feel about it. You have to wait. I could be still. I could still be completely won over by the time I get to the end. Yeah, I've uh, heard other people saying that it's infuriating in some ways, like the the crazy bugs occasionally. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I've had a few weird bugs. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, at least it's out. Some of us never yeah. thought it was going to come out. Yeah. Unlike some other games, we have some news coming up in our podcast on uh, our regular podcast on Tuesday about Half-Life 3 which was really sad that it's apparently never coming but, oh but yeah we'll get to that in our regular <laughs> podcast <laughs> um, so there you go that was 2016 in video games we covered most of the video games I think yeah they came out yeah. um, so let's go through Chris let's pick out some of our favourites you don't have to put them in order necessarily mm-hmm. my list is going to go up on Wednesday on my top games of the year top 25 in order but let's just pick out right now some of our, our must play games yeah uh, how about you give me you give one I'll give one Okay, go back uh, so this was released years before, but it's come out on new consoles, so uh, Gone Home. Yep. Yeah, that's definitely an experience that I think everyone should enjoy. Yeah, and that's well, one of mine. I don't know if it, you re- it's, yeah, it's a really nice way of storytelling. Uh, I've, got, I've got 20 games and that was one of mine, so that's good. Cool. Um, the Witness, which yeah. uh, is one of mine. Spoilers now for my list, that is my game of the year. The Witness is my favorite game of the year. Favorite game in a long time. Cool. Um, okay, your turn. 
Uh, another older game that's come to <laughs> new systems is Dear Esther. Yep, it's a good game. It's another good experience. Uh, I got Firewatch. It's one of my games of the year. Uh, the Turing Test. I think it's uh, it's just uh, another. If you like Portal, then I would recommend this one. Um, since I got twenty, I should do two because you got ten, haven't you? So like, yeah. Uh, I got Street Fighter Five. Um, actually, I'll skip that one because that's one of yours. Dark Souls Three, which is definitely one of my favorite games in my yeah. top three of the year. Uh, Rocket League, I think, yeah, just extremely fun. <laughs> yeah, Rocket League's just endless fun. Like whether you're playing yeah. online by yourself or with couch co-op, yeah, just constant fun. Uh, I got Super Hot, which I think is a yeah. really interesting little game and special. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, Uncharted Four: Thief's End. Very yeah. hard not to include that game. Uh, Trials of the Blood Dragon. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. Yeah. Do you like it's it? It's just absolutely insane. <laughs> it's just. It's when game developers just do anything they want. Yeah. I, I, just, I really like that. It's the same reason I like that accountant VR thing that's come out where they just basically just took just get and just did whatever they wanted to do. Did you did you play the original Trials? Uh, I I think I have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I find those games I think really, this one tough. really tough. Really tough. Yeah. They can be frustrating. Okay, for, like, from a pad <laughs> Especially if you point. go for like community-made ones, then you're going to have oh, a really bad fuck. time. <laughs> oh, I could never do community-made trials game. No way. Uh, I've got um, Overcooked. And actually, I'm not going to tread on all the other ones, but I've also got Worms, WMD. Yep. Yeah. I think massively overlooked that game because people yeah. are so fed up with Worms games. People but need to be this one. Stellar. so good. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, Watch Dogs. Yeah. Yep. It's a cool game. Uh, I got Inside, um, which is probably my second favorite game of the year. Uh, I got Forza Horizon 3. Cool. And I got Virginia. Yeah, I definitely need to check that one out. Um, yeah, uh, Dishonored Two. Yep, still a game. I wish I could put it on my list, but I haven't quite. I don't know. I'll see. I think it could end up on my list. Uh, Timefall Two. I've got Batman yeah. Arkham VR. I have mm. and Job Simulator. They're my VR games that I'd highly recommend. Um, I do have Dishonored Two at the moment in my in my list. So there you go. There it is. Um, you got anything else? And uh, Battlefield One. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then my last two are Stardew Valley and The Last Guardian yeah they're, they're my like 20 games right now but I'm going to have 25 in my list on Wednesday and you can find that list along with everything else that we're doing we're back to our regular podcast now every week if you're not used to it it's called Geeks and it is covering weekly entertainment news games and movies um, and those come up on Tuesday you can also get our movies of 2016 podcast which is way too long so we've put that into two parts <laughs> of two hours I think this one was short enough so this was good oh good um, and that's going up whenever on Sunday um, and then we have Friday 13th podcast which goes up every Friday and every Monday and then we're going to have a stuff to look forward to in 2017 podcast going up soon yeah. as well so plant too much arguably too much content I think really <laughs> so you know I take it back don't subscribe Oh. Um, but if you want to then do subscribe go to uh, <laughs> iTunes it really helps us out if you can leave a rating um, and leave some comments and subscribing helps us out more than anything on YouTube as well uh, yeah. where we have I want to say every week but it's not every week but we have video versions of these podcasts go up when we get the time to do it we do we do actually record them all so I have like a hard drive with all of them on oh, really? but they just don't all get up it just takes too long to sync sometimes Yeah. but we're going to get better at that we're going to try uh, we are uh, yeah and all that stuff is sorry we are tessellate so you just go to we are tessellate two s's two l's 
so URL, you can branch out to all our social medias or just go on iTunes, find us there. Just type in geeks on iTunes and we should uh, pop up now. We're fairly, I think we're like get crawling up the geeks podcast list, which is oh, good. good. But if you type geeks and you type, yeah, Tessellate or we are geeks is probably the easiest, I think. We mm. are geeks. I should start saying that. That's easier. We are geeks. Just type that in. We'll <laughs> pop up. Um, and yeah, we are a production company. We make movies and music and other stuff based out of LA, based out of Tokyo, based out of London. Um, we do this because we're stupid and <laughs> we're too opinionated. Chris, thank you for joining me. Thank you. You're going to be on this on. week's regular podcast? I, I hope so. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. So we can talk about the weekly news. Cool. Um, we will see you then on Tuesday. Thank you very much. Until then, we're out. Bye. Bye.